What up, what up? This is Marilyn. You are listening to MB in the PM episode 14. And we're back after a really long break. I apologize about that. Um, That's actually one of my new things this year to try to, you know, be more consistent with the podcast episodes. And I didn't sing in the beginning this time because normally it comes naturally. I'm just like testing the mic and I already have a song that's been in my head all day that I just sing. And I think I was just so nervous about doing this episode that I just didn't have a song in mind. I was just like, um, we ready? We ready? Uh, but yeah, I guess I'm a little nervous because it's been a little while and this episode has been ready for a while. Um, when I mean that, I mean, I had the outline when I do an episode, I do an outline and I write down all the things that I want to talk about. And I had that ready for a while now. And I just didn't know how to piece the episode together, what songs I really wanted to play. But, um, yeah, so I was a little nervous about this for some reason, you know what I mean? And I think that, you know what, I'm just going to get into it, um, I think the reason for that is because I knew that I wanted to talk about uh, Kobe Bryant's passing and I guess I was just I was just nervous about talking about that. But you know what? I am going to get into it because I feel like it's better just to talk about it first and then end the episode on a happier note. And of course, I mean death is just a part of life, but It's sad when it's like this, unexpected, your life is cut short, and it's sad that, I mean, it was, it was a tragedy, you know, families were on that helicopter along, you know, Kobe and his daughter, Gianna, and now I feel like I've come to terms with it, but it's weird that when it first happened, it didn't feel real. And this is weird because, like, I don't know, I don't know Kobe personally, you know what I mean? I didn't know him, but I don't know, it's just very weird how much of an impact um, this has had on me. And I feel like a lot of people feel this way. And I actually read something that my friend Jess sent me. So my friend Jess sent me this thing, this post that said, why we grieve people we never met. And one... Their work helped us get through a difficult time in our lives. Two, their work inspired our dreams and goals. Three, they modeled possibility. Four, their death triggers our grief of previous loss. And five, their passing activates our fears around death. So it's okay. I just want to let people know that it's okay to feel sad about, you know, his passing, even though you've, even though you didn't know him, even though you didn't know any of the people on that helicopter, it's okay to feel sad. It's just, you're a human and you're, you feel compassion, you know, that's not weird. And um, for me in this case, I think the reason why I've really felt this is because for me, it was two. Their work inspired our dreams and goals. I just found Kobe to be a very inspiring person and I'm a basketball fan. Any basketball fan loves Kobe. And my family, this like, my family was really bummed about this because they're all Laker fans. I'm actually the only non-Laker fan in my family. Um, Growing up, I, when I really didn't watch basketball, but I just, you know, growing up, my favorite player was Carmelo Anthony. And then about like four or five years ago, when I actually got heavy, you know, into basketball, 
um, the LA Clippers were my team. So yeah, I'm not like, um, I'm not a Laker fan like my family is. But of course, like I said, any basketball fan loves Kobe and his, I mean, he was beyond basketball. He was just, he did all kinds of things. I mean, the guy won an Oscar for a short film called Dear Basketball, which I really recommend watching, by the way. Watching it now is very sad, though. Um, but it is, it's a really nice film. And it's on YouTube, actually. It's only five minutes, so I definitely recommend watching it. But um, obviously, like, I can't imagine, I really can't imagine what his family is growing, is going through. Like, I really can't even try to wrap my head around that because, I mean, I, I the only thing that I could think is that they feel empty, you know? It feels like something's missing. And the thought of that is, you know, it's very upsetting. But um, I don't want to make this podcast super sad, but I did just want to say that. And I just wanted to let people know that it's okay if you feel sad, if you feel like, why has this had such an effect on me? Like, it's okay, you know? And I do want to play a small clip Kobe was a very inspiring person, you know, Kobe, I mean, um, Mamba mentality is something that people really live by. That is something that people actually live by, and it helps people stay motivated. So I just want to play this small clip. Hello, everyone. I'm so sorry I can't be with you tonight. However, I couldn't completely miss the chance to take a moment to share some thoughts with all of you. The lesson I cherish the most it's how important it is to love what you do. If you love what you do and it's making you happy, all the hard work and perseverance will pay off. Your dreams are up to you. I encourage you to always be curious, always seek out things you love, and always work hard once you find it. So with that, I'll let you carry on with your evening. Please know I'm thinking of you, supporting you, and encouraging you always. Peace. I just wanted to play that because I came across that on Instagram and I thought that it was, I mean, it made me sad hearing that now that he's, you know, that he's passed and he's not with us anymore. But I found it to be very, like a sweet message, you know. And with that, this is a song, knowing, knowing about all this and thinking about Kobe and his, and his impact on everyone and how he's been a role model for so many um, the song that's played in my head this whole time while thinking about what to say on the podcast about him, the song that's played in my head the whole time has been this song, so I'm going to play it now. Here it is, Notorious B.I.G. featuring 112, Sky's the Limit. If the game shakes me or breaks me, I hope it makes me a better man. Take a better stand, put money in my mom's hands. Get my daughter this college plan, so she don't need no man. Stay far from timid, only make moves when your heart's in it. And live the phrase, sky's the limit. Motherfucker, see you chumps on top. That was Notorious B.I.G. featuring 112, Sky's the Limit. 
That's one of my favorite songs of all time. When I hear it, it makes me feel hopeful. It makes me feel inspired. And I just figured it was the perfect song to play because I just want those who are really feeling this loss and those who saw Kobe Bryant as a role model, I want you to keep that Mamba mentality and I want you to stay inspired and rest in peace to Kobe Bryant, Gianna, everybody who lost their lives in that tragic accident and sending love and healing to his families, their families, and all their loved ones and um, all of his fans. Okay, so moving on to happier um, happier topics. And um, like, again, I'm sorry. Um, I don't know if I said this before, but I'm sorry if I bummed you out with that, but I hope that you felt uplifted in some way. And um, yeah, so let's get into the other things. All right, so I know this happened like, uh, like I know this happened a couple weeks ago now, but like I said, I, you know, I did the outline for this episode and just, just didn't know how to piece it together. So some of this stuff may seem like, what the F, this was two weeks ago, but um, I know the Grammys happened a couple weeks ago now, but I did want to talk about that. And I feel like nobody watches the Grammys anymore. And I feel like people just, um, they watch the performances the next day on YouTube, basically. But, and you know, you find out who wins and all that, but I don't think anybody actually watches the Grammys on TV. Um, I, I watch them every year just because I like to see the performances and I like to see, um, I like seeing all of it, even though I feel like they never get it fully right, you know? Um, but I enjoy watching it. Also, I'm a big award show person. I love watching the Oscars, the Golden Globes. I'm into all that. And my family's pretty much the same way too. Like we all watch it together. But yeah, so Billie Eilish pretty much won all the main categories, you know, best album, best record of the year best everything basically and that's cool whatever billy's cool um i did i did kind of feel i do get annoyed though that when they pick and they like when they like an artist they just cling onto that artist and they that one artist just sweeps the whole thing and i'm just like all right you know what i mean like i don't know like i, I don't know annoys me a little bit like if she won best album did she have to win best record of the year too i don't know but anyway um yeah, they like I said, they just never seem to f- get it fully right. And a lot of times they're late to the party, the Grammys. You know, I know they're trying to rebrand. I know that, you know, they have Alicia Keys as the host. And I love Alicia Keys as the host. It's nice to have a music lover hosting, you know, music's biggest night. But I do like that. But um, yeah, I feel like for Best New Artist or Best Album, I feel like they could have nominated St. John. But knowing the Grammys, they probably don't even know the Grammys Academy, whoever votes for these things. I forget what the whole process is for like who gets nominated or how they come up with these things. But I feel like he definitely should have been nominated. That album, what was the name again? What was the name of that album again? Ghetto Lenny's Love Songs. That album should have definitely been nominated. I mean, it was great. And if you haven't listened to it, listen to it. I highly recommend it. But like I said, the Grammys probably don't even know who he is yet. I'm sure they'll catch up in a couple years, but they're always late to the party, like I said. So that's one of the things that bugs me about the Grammys. And um, I think that a lot of people probably feel this way, too. I think that's probably why a lot of people don't bother watching. But some of the things that I did like, um, I love Demi Lovato's performance. That performance was 
amazing and I don't know how she pulled through and was able to sing that song because I mean it was very emotional and it was her first time back since her overdose in 2018 and apparently the song that she performed anyone was written and recorded four days before her overdose so when she recorded this song if you haven't listened to the recording yet it's a very raw recording and you could just hear the pain and just you could just hear the emotion in her voice and um the live performance actually sounded amazing better than the recorded version and like i said i don't i don't know how she managed to pull through that and i hope that demi continues to push forward and that was a beautiful performance i loved it one of my favorite one of my favorites and um the other one that i really liked a lot was um the performance with Meek Mill, YG, Roddy Rich, DJ Khaled, um, and John Legend, they performed Higher, which was a tribute to Nipsey, which is a song that Nipsey was on. He recorded this before he passed away. And um, I like that at the end, they had, you know, both Nipsey and Kobe on the screen. I thought that was really cool. Lil Nas X performance was pretty cool too. He had Diplo, uh, Mason Ramsey, which is the yodeler kid. You guys remember him? And uh, Billy Ray Cyrus, BTS, and Nas was on it too. Yeah, so that was pretty much for the Grammys. Oh, another thing. I love that Tyler, the creator, finally won an effing Grammy about damn time. His performance was out there. I love Tyler and I love how like crazy and out there he is. Um, the song that he sang, not my favorite. He started off with Earthquake, which I love, and then he went into New Magic Wand, which is, I don't love that song, but yeah, his performance definitely stood out in the Grammys, because you already know that everything is pretty much like, I don't know, they try to, I don't even know how to explain what I'm trying to say, but the Grammys aren't exactly the type of place where you come to find new artists, I don't feel like, you know what I mean? So... I don't know, it's nice to have someone different like Tyler. I don't know if that makes sense, but yes, it was nice to have someone different like Tyler. Um, he came out with Boys to Men, who sounded great, like always, and Charlie Wilson. And um, I think that's the only thing that we have for the Grammys. Oh, wait, there is one more thing about the Grammys that I forgot to mention. I want to mention this because this category wasn't actually, like, we didn't see it along with the show. There are some categories that they don't sh that they don't have during the show that aren't like televised for the Grammy show. Um Coffee won for best reggae album and I feel like that's worth mentioning because she's the first female to win in this category and the youngest to win in this category. So um if you don't know who she is, uh you probably do. She has that song called uh she has that song called um what's her really popular one? I think it's called Toast. Um, but anyway, yeah, look her up. You definitely know her. And um, I think it was really cool that she won that category. And uh, yeah, check her out. All right. So on to the next topic. Super Bowl. What up? Super Bowl 54. San Francisco versus Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City won. Avi. Um, I wasn't really rooting for any particular team I'm not really big on football I was bigger on football when I lived at home because it was just always on and um my my brother-in-law Jose he, he loves football so I would just watch it with him sometimes and the Super Bowl is a big thing in my family um so we had a Super Bowl party and um whoever's team got scored on would have to take a shot so I had to pick a team so I'm like I guess I'll go with Kansas City 
um, since I think Travis Kelsey is looking good. Um, so I'll just pick that team. So good thing because like they won. So cool. Um, but yeah, Super Bowl party was a lot of fun. Shout out to Sue for putting that together. You already know Sue don't play when it comes to these things, man. Um, if you don't know, Sue is like one of the best hosts there is. And um, if you get invited to one of her events, consider yourself very blessed. Okay. Okay. So anyway, yes, that was a great game. Like I said, I'm not heavy into football ever since I moved out. Like I don't really, you know, but um, it was a great game. Like I enjoyed watching it. And the halftime show was effing lit. Latino gang, what up? Uh, It was, I loved it. It was filled with like a lot of flavor. I mean, J-Lo, Shakira, Bad Bunny, and J Balvin came out and I effing loved it. I love that it was filled with women power. And the thing is that, I mean, I, I, you already know by now I'm Hispanic. Um, so we were having hyped about this halftime show. Um, me and my sister, Lizbeth, we've loved, always loved Shakira, even before she like, you know, did the whole US crossover, like before she did that whole crossover with her music, always loved her. J-Lo always loved her since the beginning like we're big fans so we were hyped about this halftime show and it was so good like we were all yelling as it was going on when bad bunny came out we were all like hey like it was just it was i just i can't even begin to express how much i love this halftime show we legit have been watching it on repeat like it's it's ridiculous but i loved it there was even some things that i missed the first time just because we were so excited and just being so loud watching this thing um i've watched it again a million times since then and um i love the women power thing like i love that when i didn't know this when i originally saw this but i saw that j-lo posted about it and i was like ah so you know the memes always come about when there's a big event on tv or something like that so you know in the beginning when j-lo came out she's like on top of that building type thing so people were like comparing her to king kong when he's on top of the empire state building and um she was like that's funny too she said but like i actually meant like women on top of the world so i was like oh okay cool i got you j-lo love it and if you noticed when they're all performing um the camera goes like it does like uh like a view from the top of the stage like it does the view and you could see like the female symbol light up the stage like the stage is a female symbol if you don't know what i'm talking about rewatch the performance you'll see it so i just love those little things that are hidden in there you know for women power i loved it and um when jay Baldwin came out with um with j-lo and she started dancing like oh i just loved it and my other favorite part was when um shakira started dancing now i didn't know what this was but apparently it's called la champeta you know when she's dressed in gold and she's doing she's dancing to like some like afro-caribbean music and um that's called la champeta that dance that she does and i loved it so much and apparently that's a caribbean dance done in colombia and apparently it's derived from people of african of african descent who lived in Colombia. So like if it's an Afro-Caribbean move and um, I love it. And I feel like I want to learn to do it because I mean, it looks hard though, but imagine pulling up to the club like, yes. Um, but yeah. All right. So that that's enough for the halftime show. Um, just know that I've watched it a million times and um, it's great. Yes. 
All right. So on to the next, on to the next. Uh, new music. Let's talk new music. So Drake has leaked some music. I don't know if you guys are aware. Um, but yeah, he's like he's leaked some music with Future. Um, one of the songs is called Desires and it's on SoundCloud. I don't know if it's on Spotify yet. Um, when I had first checked, it wasn't, but maybe it is now. But it is on a SoundCloud and so is the song Turn This to an Organization. So the song Desires is actually pretty good. So check that out. Um, Lil Wayne has a new album called Funeral. Um, I heard it's kind of good. I haven't checked it out myself, but I will. And new shows that are coming out. Finally, we have word on when Atlanta will be returning and the news is good, not great. The reason I say that is because the show will be returning in January of 2021. You heard that correct? Not 2020, not even December 2020, January 2021. 21 in a year yes my friend yes i know we've already it's already been like a whole year maybe even more but yes you gotta wait one more year to watch this show um but gambino is a busy man so i get it uh but i'm excited for that and another show that will be returning and this is better not super soon but better than you know 2021 um insecure will be returning on april 12th 2020 get effing height for those who don't watch insecure um i'm not sure if i mentioned it on the podcast before but it's Issa ray's show and she's effing hilarious it's basically about her and her friends they live in cali it's about this girl who's kind of trying to figure out her life last season where we left her where it left off was that she was seeing this guy and he disappeared out of nowhere like they were they were hot and heavy and then he disappeared, no word, and then she thought she was being ghosted. And then he appeared out of nowhere and it turns out that he has, um, I think he said like, uh, I can't remember if he has depression or a bipolar disorder. I can't remember what it was. I think it was depression. So that's something that they're going to tap into this new season. And so that'll be interesting. And um, what else? What else is there? Oh, Kid Cudi is going to come out with a Netflix show, an animated series, and it will be called Enter Galactic. And it will go along with his album called Intergalactic. So I, I'm, what I'm thinking is that the, the series and the album, are, they're connected. So I guess the album will serve as a soundtrack to the show. Um, so yeah, I'm not, not too sure. But it will be coming out in 2020. And speaking of Cuddy, shout out to him because it was his 36th birthday a couple weeks ago. And that leads me into the next song that I'm going to play. Here it is. Kid Cuddy featuring Rafael Sadiq, Balmain Jeans. Get hyped. You to protect my heart.
All right, so that was Kid Cudi featuring Raphael Sadiq Balman Jeans. So I wanted to be sure that I was pronouncing this right. I figured Cudi was pronouncing it right in the song, but I'm like, you know what, just in case. So I looked it up and apparently it's Balman Jeans. I mean, Balman. <laughs> but the French don't really pronounce, they don't really pronounce the N at the end. And the reason for that is because the French don't really pronounce the ends when it's attached to a vowel. So Balmain is B-A-L-M-A-I-N. So I guess that's why the N kind of disappears. But I can't say it like that. It feels unnatural to me, Balmain. I don't know, it feels weird. But yeah, that's Balmain Jeans. And I love that song. That's one of my favorite Cuddy songs. I just like, I just find it very sexy. And I love how Raphael Sadiq sounds in this song. Like I feel that he was the perfect person to sing that. Also, I feel like that song is underrated and it's one of my favorites. So, yep, there it is. So let's talk about me for a little bit. Um, You know, what's been happening. It's been a while since we've talked, right? Uh, What has been happening? So it's the new year. And being that it's the new year, you know, people come up with resolutions and stuff like that. New Year's resolutions. I'm not... I'm not too big on New Year's resolutions. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't really like the idea of like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this this year. And then it's a lot of these things don't happen. But um, my friends, we had a wine and cheese night and they wanted to um, they wanted to make a list of things that we should, you know, that we should a list of goals. And we said it'd be like a list of goals, not just for this year, like a list of goals. So. I wrote down things that I want to make into habit and I wanted to be very realistic with myself. So I didn't put things that I'm not actually going to do. You know what I mean? So, you know, what? I'm going to read them to you guys. I um, I posted it on Instagram a while back, but let me just read it to you. So I labeled it things that need to happen in 2020. And I want these things to become habits. You know, my first one, daily nighttime face routine. For those of you that don't know, I'm, I'm extremely lazy when it comes to my face. Um, I have clear skin because I'm lucky, not because I do anything. Um, I would always fall asleep with my makeup on and I would just wash it in the morning and I wouldn't even do any type of anything to my face. Like no moisturizer. I wouldn't use like some type of blah, blah. Like, no, I would just wash. I would wash my face in the morning with with face wash and that's that's it. And um, face masks is something that I would do because I just love a good face mask. That's probably the only good thing I would do for my face, maybe like once or um, every two weeks. But now I have a daily nighttime face routine and that one's actually going pretty good. Like I've actually been following it. So now I wash my face at night. I use this like this thing, whatever, this like bar soap that's for your face, whatever, supposed to be good for you and um, I use moisturizer I use eye cream now and yeah so that's going well my other thing get a good paying job um yeah I'm broke all the time so like that needs to change and three stop going out of the way when I should have went home that's a nod to Drake watch me going out of the way when I should have went home only time of the day I get to spend on my own Uh, um I love that song, P.S. So yeah, when he says that in that song, I'm like, damn, that is me. Why am I always going out of the way when I should have went home? So I'm trying to stop doing that. And by that, I mean like, you know, instead of like, if you know that you should go home after the bar, 
go home after the bar. If you know that you shouldn't hit up another bar after you just hit that bar, don't go to that other bar. Like, just go home. Like, that's what that means. Like, just go. Stop going out of the way, Marilyn. You feel? You feel? All right. Um, the other one, go to the dentist. This is embarrassing, but um, I haven't been to the dentist in years. I'm embarrassed to say when the last time was. And I also low-key don't remember the last time I went. That's how... um long ago it was i just hate the dentist growing up i always had growing up my first set of teeth bad rotten so all of my dentist all of my dentist experiences have always been negative so when my new set came in i got real blessed that they were like you know semi pretty whatever um but yeah no nah, i gotta go finally and i'm um, just yeah and then the other one is be more consistent with podcast episodes because you know that I stay not posting every two weeks like I'm supposed to, but starting now, I'm really going to try. It's just really hard because sometimes there's nothing happening in the music world and I'm just like, what am I going to do? Just like make stuff up. You know what I mean? Um, at least nothing that I'm interested in the music world is what I mean. But um, I should really try to just make an effort to like still make an episode because what do TV shows do? They don't just cancel if it's a slow news week, you know? So like, I really get, I gotta get it together. And um, my other one is be on time for work, which is actually, I've improved on a lot. I would say that I have been working towards that one. I'm doing pretty well with that one. And then seven, spend more time with Armani, which is the family dog, which I've explained. And him, I definitely could, I could spend more time with him. I've been very busy lately. So yeah, those are the things that need to happen in 2020. And um. And what I, what I mean by that is they just need to become habits, things that I do for the rest of my life now. You know what I mean? They just need to become habits. Okay, my friends, it's about that time. Wild card song of the week. Now, remember last time I mentioned that, um, oh, actually, before I get into this, I just remembered something. So I know it's been a while and I know most of you probably don't even remember what I said in the last episode because it's been so long. But um, last episode, I played B.E.D. by Jaquees, um as my wild card. And um, in the song, he says, um, 21 with no kids. And I was just like, what is that? The criteria for the girl? Like, you 21, no kids? All right, cool. And then in the remix, he says, 22 with no kids. And I was like, wait, did he get backlash for saying 21 with no kids? Or like, is that too young? Whatever. Apparently, um, this is what happens when you don't do all of research. Sometimes, you know, you just like go and like speak off the cuff and you don't do research on certain things. But uh, we have a correction for you. Um, he doesn't, he wasn't referring to the girl. He was saying that he's 21 with no kids. So when the remix came out, he was 22 and that's why he was like 22 with no kids. So I apologize about that. Um, Ray actually brought that to my attention. So shouts to Ray. And I thought that was so funny. I was like, whoops. Um, but yeah, just wanted to say that. Just wanted to correct that before people start trying to fact check me. All right. And, um, I try to be as, um, I try to speak the truth as possible. Like, I don't like coming on here and saying like fake stuff. But sometimes, you know, like I said, I do an outline and I have topics that I want to talk about. But then there are certain things that I just throw out there, you know. So sometimes like I'm speaking off the cuff and sometimes these things aren't entirely correct. But best believe I'll correct the next time if it is wrong. All right. All right. All right. Now let's resume wild card of the week. So 
I had been playing a lot of R&B hip hop lately and I said I wanted to get back into like my alternative wave, you know. And um so here it is. We're on it with the with the rock stuff, with the alternative vibes. You too still haven't found what I'm looking for. Yes. <laughs> So that was you too. I still haven't found what I'm looking for. I love that song so much and it always boggles my mind how this song came out in 1987 and we're in 2020 and the song still sounds so good and to me it doesn't sound old, you know? Like when you listen to the Beatles, you know, obviously people love the Beatles, but it sounds older. You know what I mean? And I don't know when I listen to this song I don't feel that way and I just love it. And the reason why the song came to mind is because um there's this movie called Brothers with um Jake Gyllenhaal and Tobey Maguire and Natalie Portman and in one of the scenes it's Jake Gyllenhaal's character with Natalie Portman and they they have a scene together when they're like, "Oh my gosh, I used to love this song." Like they were just reminiscing like on high school days and for some reason I forgot and thought that it was this song that played. And I was like, oh, you know what? I should play that song from Brothers. And then I went back to watch that scene and it actually wasn't this song. It was a U2 song, but it was actually Bad. The song they listened to is Bad, which is also a really good song. So yes, look it up because it is good. But um, I was like, you know what? This song's already stuck in my head though. So I'm just gonna keep it with this one, even though it wasn't the one that played in the movie. And um, if you haven't watched that movie, by the way, I do recommend it. I know I'm always re recommending crap over here, but I mean it. Um, <laughs> I'm a big movie person, so like I'm not going to try to recommend a movie that is crappy. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, no, this is a good movie. And uh, basically, it's about two brothers, um, Tobey Maguire, Jake Gyllenhaal, which is funny because I always thought that people always said that they look alike. So finally, they played brothers in a movie. And um, so Tobey's character, he was a Marine and then he was thought to be dead and then his brother Jake Gyllenhaal he kind of starts taking care of you know Toby's family because like he's supposedly dead and then him and his wife kind of start developing feelings for each other but then it turns out that Toby's character is actually alive he never died so yeah it's um and he comes back all kind of weird because he's been you know he's been through a lot so he comes back kind of traumatized so it's a very intense sad story but um it's great it's a great movie and you should definitely watch it and also jake gyllenhaal is looking effing good in that movie looking hella right um so yeah 
there it is wild card song of the week hope you liked it yeah i know it's a little different from what i've been playing lately but i was trying to get back into that alternative bag you know what i'm saying so yeah um so there it is we're back i'm trying to be more consistent with the episode so we'll see you in two weeks and thank you so much for listening and like i said man stay inspired stay uplifted and i hope that's how this podcast episode has made you feel like i said i'm sorry for bumming you out in the beginning and um i'm sorry if i seemed nervous it's because i was and uh yes so there it is man see you laters bye